Welcome to episode number 17 of the R Strong Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I am excited about today's topic. Um, we're going to talk about athletic-based strength training. So a part of our mission, vision, whatever you want to call it for R Strong is to make people better, help them maximize their potential. And we do that through athletic-based strength training. And I want to break down what exactly that is. That's the purpose of this show. Before we get to that, it's Super Bowl week. We're super excited in the Kansas City area because the Chiefs are going to Super Bowl. And I have a TikTok coming out about strength coaches uh, watching the Super Bowl. I put out a, my first TikTok about two weeks ago. And it was strength coaches watching NFL playoffs. And it got a lot of really good feedback. And people seemed to like it. And I really didn't know what to expect. And I enjoyed doing it. Uh, it was fun. My, um, Ashley, my wife, she records for me and it's just all kind of tongue in cheek, just fun stuff, but, uh, got good feedback. So I think I'll keep doing it. And I also have another TikTok that went out, uh, that was mimicking Ashley doing our team, our strong workouts. And that has got a lot of good feedback. It's actually blown up on TikTok a little bit, which is funny. Uh, it, really funny. And people seem to like it. And so we'll keep putting some out. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited for the Super Bowl and the Chiefs. And it's going to be a great week. So moving on, let's get to the topic of the day, which is what is athletic-based strength training and why do we train this way? And why should do I think you should train this way if you are so inclined at getting better? So first, I think it'd be good to start with defining what is athleticism itself and to do this i want to steal or give credit to power athlete they are a uh, great resource power athlete hq or might just be powerathlete.com not sure uh, they have a lot of great resources and outstanding podcasts um, and they have a really good definition for athleticism that i really like and it goes something like this it they define athleticism as the ability to seamlessly and effortlessly combine primal movement patterns through space and time to perform known and novel tasks. So breaking that down a little bit is, well, first off, just think when you see an athlete or when you see something athletic done, you know it, right? Like, man, that guy is so athletic. And if you think about that definition, that describes what kind of just happened when that athletic example, athletic task was just done. It was a ability to seamlessly, it was seamless. It was effortless. It like, it didn't even look like it. He was trying probably. It was so athletic. It was just effortless to combine primal movement patterns. So that's their verbiage for my foundational movement patterns that I talk about. So the reason why they are foundational is because you do them every day in all these different tasks and activities you do. You squat, you hinge, you push, pull. Your core has an important role in that. So to be able to combine all those primal movement into bigger movements that result in athletic tasks through space is the next part of that. Combine primal movement patterns through space. So you're, you have to be able to operate in space. You think about a basketball player, he has to be able to dribble a basketball within a confined space with also other people around. And there's a time component to athleticism as well. If you're jumping uh, to block a shot, you have to be able to do that in fast enough to get off the ground quick enough to block the shot. If you're too slow, 
the ball gets over your hand, for example, to perform known and novel tasks. So sometimes the task involved is something you know how to do. And, but I think when really athleticism comes out is those novel tasks where they just kind of come up and there's a reactive side to uh, athleticism where really good athletes are just be able to observe their environment, react against it and combine all these movement patterns into a seamless effortless motion that completes the objective in front of them. So that's athleticism. Why should you care? Great question. (laughs) That's how we train athletes. And I'm going to break this down even more is athletic based strength training. I guess I can find that is in my view, it's a, it's a combination of several different training disciplines to develop athleticism. So you don't have to just think of athleticism as an athlete. So if you retired your mid twenties to fifties or whatever, and you don't play sports anymore, like I don't need to be athletic. Yes. You're, you're, you're not prepping for a national championship, right? But the qualities of athleticism, which I'm going to break down are things that I would argue that you should and do need uh, to be the best version of yourself, to be healthy, to be strong, to be, um, someone said hard to kill the other day, which I really like, uh, be durable is these components of athleticism that through athletic based strength training, we do. So let's break it down a little bit. So again, athletic based strength training is a combination of training disciplines that are all molded into one program to develop athleticism, which we already defined what that is. So I want to go kind of go through my format here and go through the different training disciplines and the idea as a strength coach, when I train athletes and even in our team, Armstrong, this is how we train. We take the pieces out of each training discipline that we want and need and then mold it into what we want to use for. Let me explain. Okay. Our first training discipline we're going to talk about is powerlifting. So when people say strength, they typically think strength in, in the terms of the weight room. They think bench press, squat deadlift move as much weight as possible that is the sport a the sport of powerlifting they're they're little literal sport like a football player plays football a powerlifter powerlifts they're trying to move as much weight as possible doesn't matter how fast it's done it's literally there's the weight on the bar can you complete a full range of motion with it specific to powerlifting that's that's the bench squat and deadlift okay but the whole idea from a, a physical trait standpoint is to develop strength and strength is extremely important for everybody to have and i'll probably do a whole separate podcast that defines what strength actually is strength does not have to be in terms of powerlifting powerlifting is just the expression of strength in a sport that's all it is okay but there are some key components through that trait of strength that play a vital role for the rest of athleticism so Strength is the foundation for power, is is the foundation for um, speed, is the foundation for endurance, is the foundation for um, injury prevention, all these things. A good, strong athlete, they're harder to kill, okay? They're harder to get injured or they're more resilient is extremely important. And it gives you a great foundation for the rest of these athletic traits we talk about. But just even going down to a day-to-day standpoint, Having a great strength base is going to be extremely important for your longevity. As you get stronger or as you get older, things decay, right? They start to wear away. But the the stronger you are through resistance training, the more you can push off 
that decay, that atrophy, that muscular atrophy. You want to be able to be strong um, and express strength. Now, from an athletic base standpoint, we can express strength in other lifts outside of bench press, deadlift, and squat. There are thousands of exercises that we can express strength through. But the, the trait of strength is simply to move more weight or more load in whatever exercise that might be. Pick one, okay? And our team are strong. We're doing that on, on a few different exercises. We mix them up all the time. So the training trait of strength is something that we train in athletic-based strength training that we get from powerlifting. This is what we don't want in powerlifting. Powerlifters, to generalize, a lot of them can't walk up the steps without getting winded. They have no cardio base, okay? And a lot of powerlifters aren't that what we would call explosive because their sport does not have a time component to it in general. I mean, they just have to lift the weight that takes 10 seconds. It takes 10 seconds. Nothing in sport happens in, in like a field sport doesn't is a one second deal. You got to be explosive. They don't have a lot of power production uh, for example, but the real thing is they're so just focused on strength that they neglect a lot of these other traits we're talking about. So from powerlifting, we want their strength concept. So we're going to do things to build strength using powerlifting type protocols. But we don't want much else with them, okay? All right, moving on. That's uh, training discipline number one. Number two is Olympic weightlifting. It's another one. People get, confu- people get powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting confused, especially when it goes to like the Olympics level. So Olympic weightlifting, what we're talking about at the Olympics, that's the snatch. The bar's on the floor, and you got to pick it and pick it up and get it over your head and stand up with it. That's a snatch. And then the clean and jerk. That's where you lift it up off the floor, get it to your shoulders, and then you have to press it over your head. That is a strength trait or the training trait that we want out of Olympic weightlifting type training is power. Unlike powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting has a very strong high time component, which is the power equation that comes into it. If you're going to take a bar from the floor and put it over your head, you can't take 10 seconds to do that. It needs to be done in a second, as fast as you can. That's why you can't snatch 700 pounds. If you can, you're the Hulk probably. Uh, but it, it requires a, you to ex, excuse me, express the strength that maybe you would build through powerlifting through in a very quick manner, which is what we call power production. There's multiple different names for it, but to keep it simple, power production. So as an athlete, you want to be able to do that. If you're not an athlete anymore, you still want to be able to do that. You still want to be able to, if, uh, for example, this happened just yesterday, um, the ability for my daughter, who maybe is about to fall off the bed, for me to notice that and be able to, boom, spring into action and save the day, that is an expression of power, okay? That's exactly what we're talking about when it comes to that. All right, so, and like powerlifting, Olympic weightlifters, that's basically all they do is power, okay? They don't do a whole lot of other things. All right, the next training discipline we're going to take from is bodybuilding, okay? Bodybuilding, all they care about is the aesthetics. They're trying to put as much muscle mass on their body as possible. They don't really care how strong they are, and they don't certainly don't really care how powerful they are. They're literally just trying to look good, if a bodybuilder is competing at a show, they 
it's, it's aesthetics, right? It's just about looking good. It's about the look of the person. Now, all these traits kind of trickle into each other. So someone who's really strong is going to be probably have some muscle mass on them, but they're not going to be a bodybuilder type thing. What I'm talking about is we're going to use bodybuilding methods, bodybuilding type training to develop that physique. Everybody wants to look good naked, right? That's kind of the idea of bodybuilding. So we're going to use bodybuilding methods to put muscle mass on our athletes. Muscle mass is not a scary thing. When I say that, especially when females hear that, they think, oh, you're going to turn me into Brian Urlacher. I'm going to play in the NFL next week. No, you're not. Okay. No, it's not what we're talking about. Regardless of your goals, you want muscle mass. Muscle mass is healthy. It is strong. People who do not have muscle mass are very prone to injury, especially as they get older in sickness. Okay. You want muscle mass. So that's what we're going to do with bodybuilding methods is put muscle on our athletes, um, on our, our clients as they get into team R strong is we use bodybuilding methods to put muscle mass on, but bodybuilders, like I already said, don't necessarily may or may not be very strong and they can't produce power much. Probably they can, but that's not what their goal is. So we're going to take the good out of bodybuilding, try to put some muscle mass on our athletes. Next one is CrossFit. Okay. So CrossFit's kind of a, the whole CrossFit deal is try to be good at everything, to be able to, to do all of it, right? To be the fittest person on earth. You can, you can do all these things. I put CrossFit on here because, you know, athletic-based strength training is similar concept as in we want to do all these things. But the reason I put CrossFit on here is why athletic-based strength training is different from CrossFit is because the typical CrossFit patterns and the exercises they use are a lot in the same plane, a lot of the same exercises, which means there's a lot of, if you're not programmed correctly and carefully, it could be develop a lot of imbalances with the programming that goes on within CrossFit. They do all the same patterns all the time. We're a part of athletic-based strength training as well is we want to develop a well-balanced athlete person. So they're not just squatting all the time, working the front side of the body, they're working the back side as well. But CrossFit does correlate to where we want to have that endurance component, um, that aerobic engine component. That's what CrossFit's really known for is the ability to do a lot of work in a little amount of time. That is a huge component to CrossFit. And we want to be able to do that as well. That's kind of where the endurance component comes into athletic-based strength training is we want to be able to do a lot of work, have the ability, the conditioning levels to do that. And that's what CrossFit's really known for is to be able to do a, a massive amount of work um, in a little amount of time or just consistently over time. So that's what we're going to take from CrossFit. But we're going to not take some of the other things like maybe the random programming that may or may not be happening in particular CrossFit gyms. Um, and we'll leave out the, the headbands and the sports bras too. Unless that's what you want, go for it. Um, it's a joke. Okay, going on to, we got two more here. So we also want to take in kind of the PT side or the injury prevention side, or maybe like the yoga side. So athletic-based strength training, we want to incorporate, we're going to incorporate some mobility, stability, injury prevention type work to keep us healthy, keep us feeling good, keep us moving better. That's a big part of keeping athletes healthy is making sure that they don't have a whole lot of movement weaknesses. And that's, and, and, and 
compensation pattern and stuff like that. And that's where this like injury prevention, yoga, PT, stretching stuff kind of comes in. And like, for example, our team are strong every day with our warm up. I put in a lot of hip mobility exercises, some T-spine, upper back mobility exercises, some core work. And that's exactly what that is. We're going to try to hit the sites that are usually pretty tight, pretty crammed up a little bit that cause a lot of people health problems, pain. We're going to try to mobilize or stabilize those areas depending on the context. Um, that's part of that too. But what we're not going to do is a lot of PTs in general and yoga and that they, they're not strong people a lot of the time that's a generalization i'm making a lot of generalizations in this podcast so if i you listen to this and you're offended sorry i don't mean to but read the room it's not here to attack you okay so pt yoga's intervention people they're typically want you just to lift the five pound dumbbell to activate that muscle okay great okay but that's not you're not gonna get strong from that so but we do want the pieces of that that's going to help us stay healthy and move better. Important. All right. So my last piece of this is kind of the sports side. So we do want to incorporate stuff that happens in sport. And this is what would be like the true expression of athleticism. So I'm not talking about like sports specific skills. If you want to go down that train, which I won't go down very far, but I'm not talking about, we're going to learn how to throw a football. That's, that's, that would be a sport specific skill. But I'm talking about running, jumping, change of direction, agility, those type of things, conditioning. Those are sport-specific traits. The ability to sprint, jump. There's much more to training than just having a barbell on your back and be able to squat up and down. Okay, Part of sport is being able to do all that, going back to the definition of athleticism, to be able to combine all these movement patterns through space. Okay, that means you're moving. You're not just standing in one spot, but you're moving side to side, up, back, down, laterally. We try to incorporate that stuff into our training as well, okay, to develop that athleticism. That is the true expression of it, is those sprints, those jumps. You've always, you've always seen someone that runs and sprints like, oh, my God, that person is not an athlete. Or vice versa of that is like, man, he just won that race. He looks like he didn't even try. Okay, so that's – the expression of strength can be done through sprints or athleticism, excuse me, through sprints, through jumps, through change of direction drills, through um, shuttles, stuff like that, that we can kind of incorporate into our training. Um, but we aren't going to train anymore unless from a ha hobby standpoint, you want to, we're not going to work on our free throws. You know, there's no point for us to do that anymore, unless that's something you want to continue to get better at, then absolutely go do it. But when I'm talking about taking the traits from sport, I'm talking about those sprints, jumps, moving in all directions. Very important, even for all washed up retired athletes or, or whoever you are right now and is interested in this type of training. So I think that's a pretty good wrap up for what is athletic-based strength training. I wanted to define it, what athleticism is. You walk through that, thanks to the Power Athlete crew for giving us a really good definition we can work off of. But then I wanted to walk through on all these different disciplines because there's, there's a stereotype where everybody thinks what I'm doing is powerlifting. No, some, but not all powerlifting. Is it bodybuilding? No, some of it's bodybuilding, but not all of it. Oh, it's CrossFit. No, it's not. So trying to define what athletic-based strength training, that's how we train people to get to be the best version of themselves. Another thing towards athletic-based strength training is the idea of progression and overload. Because when we train athletes, there's a plan. And we've t I've already talked about this when it goes back to the training versus working out podcast, but there's a plan. So if you're 
games in eight weeks, there's a plan to build up to that eight weeks. Okay. So week one builds up to for week two. Cycle one builds up for cycle two. Everything is building for something, training for something. It's not just throw a hit workout on the wall and see if it works. Some people love that. Some people want more. And that's what athletic-based strength training is more. Speaking of more, as I wrap this up, Team Armstrong, we're rolling. If you want to join us, hit the links. If you want someone to show you what athletic-based strength training is, hop on Team Armstrong. You'll get a good dose of it, okay? Uh, that's how we train. We combine powerlifting. We combine Olympic weightlifting to an extent. We haven't done a whole lot of Olympic weightlifting yet. We combine bodybuilding. We combine CrossFit methods. We do injury prevention, PT, yoga-type patterns, and sprint jump sport type athleticism movements in our training all blended together to make you someone who's hard to kill is strong is powerful looks good feels good um is a killer so not in a literal sense all right go chiefs i'm wrapping this up guys until next time stay strong